Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another Lion's Den with Seth. Happy Easter. What's going on, Chris? Happy Easter to all of y'all. And for those of you that don't celebrate it, happy Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But today is going to be a great, 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 great show. Great show. And um, I couldn't do it by myself without your, your your audience being here, right? We appreciate y'all. And also, my man's my right hand, Herm. What's going on, partner? How you feeling? What's going on, man? Where's my round of applause at? Oh. <laughs> you been too long for, for hey, all that. Man. Everything, everything, everything is good, man. Happy, happy Easter to everybody. And for those yeah. that don't celebrate it, you know what I'm saying? Happy Easter still. Nah. Uh, yeah. No? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Hey, it's all good. Hey, what's going on, baby? How you feeling? Yeah, everything is good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying the weekend. Uh, weather's been up and down here in Tennessee, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It'd be cold one minute, hot the second, next minute. Well, you know. Yo, yo, that sounds like Michigan, bro. It was, what was it, Monday or Tuesday? It was snowing up in that joint, like, for no reason. You dig? But uh, it, I guess that's what it is. But, hey, how y'all doing, everybody? What's going on? Miss Slay, Chief Slay, up in the mm -hmm. building. What's going on? What's going See on? Chief Russell in here. Oh, Chief in Russell. In the building. Okay. What's going on? Foots in the background. How you feeling, brother? How you feeling? Hey, so look, ladies and gentlemen, we got a dope, dope, dope show. But before yeah. we go up on, in there, uh, we got our another incentive for the year, right? Another right. incentive for the year are in front of the mic incentive so go ahead and hit them up with it man hey just so y'all know when we talk about being in front of the mic you know us here on the lions then we're about community involvement you know that's the reason why we get into this and uh y'all should be familiar with the village uh they've been on the show before but we have partnered with them they are trying to get uh board games out to the kids with the let me back back up a little bit what the village is is a, a group of men mentoring other young boys in and around the city of st louis um, they do things from like taking them out fishing, you know, take them to the horse stables, uh, really just sh putting a positive male figure inside these boys lives, man. And they've been doing it at staying strong through COVID and everything. It's a, a great program, a great, 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 great group of guys and uh, women that, that put this together. But what they're doing now is getting together the kids favorite board games mm -hmm and um, getting them delivered to the kid, the boy's house. So if you like to donate to us so we can get these board games together, we will send them out in your name. Uh, here's here's our uh, cash app. Donate what you can, and we'll get these board games together so we can get them out to the village and support. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, yeah, y'all, look, the bottom line is, like he said, you know, they out here getting it in and helping these young men out, which is dope. And But the thing is, with this COVID going on, they want to keep that whole, the family uh, atmosphere going on and getting these games. So if you want to, y'all know how we do, y'all send us whatever it is that you want to donate. Make sure in the notes you put the village so we can differentiate, right? Because, you know, a Herma take it, go to Amazon, do whatever. Hey, man, but, you know what 
Right. Hey, but real talk, it's a good incentive. And this is a way that we like to give back to the community. That's giving back to the community, if that makes sense. Right on. Yeah, right. Shout out, Chris, man. You always support him, brother. Appreciate you. Always. Yes, he is. He is, man. Thank you for that. And thank you for everybody else that do. And, and everybody that's watching right now, this is going to be a very, very, very great show because we're going to be talking about oral, oral health. Right? Young mouth. Hold on, hold on, listen. I'm be real. Okay. Look, look, everybody that got they 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 <laughs> stimulus, some of them, right? They look, they doing all this turn up but not getting that turn up right with the yeah. see get 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 your anyway. Look here, before we go up into into it, let me introduce introduce dr gj right let me go into it real quick right so what she has is the definition dental and wellness spa right that was founded in 2018 and and opened in february 2019 by its owner dr tiffany garrison cheater okay she's a health and wellness advocate and experienced uh, cosmetic general dentist now dr garrison cheater uh what is it a effectively it's not no it's not that so wait hold on hold on wait apparently individuals call her the uh dr miss pretty okay <laughs> right. Well, I'm talking about right 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 affectionately right. call her dr miss pretty anyway so uh she's been uh partnering with patients to provide smiles and confidence since graduating from the university of uh louisville Okay. Yeah. Lo oh, wait. Oh, I got to, oh, I got to go. take some yeah. words Louis out. Yeah, Louisville, right? School of Dentistry <laughs> in 2012. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up <laughs> for the doctor. Yes. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, ma'am? How's everything? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? You know, we all right. All right. Right. Welcome. Welcome to the den. Welcome to the den. So I saw you in the background. Look at my line. People tripping now. They want to do all this other stuff, but not take care side of it. Side teeth matter. Side teeth matter. Yeah. yeah side teeth. Side, side teeth matter. But you can't see those. Yes, you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, if I can't. <laughs> now nah, you can see them. You can see them. As long as I got my fronts good, you know, no. the other teeth can be uh, missing and I'm straight, right? <laughs> no, no. What they do is look, look. They do the fake smile. Look, they only smile this much here. You know, <laughs> just on the side. <laughs> as soon as you open up, you see that the dead one. Right? Yes. So, so how are you, ma'am? Like, how did you get into this profession? What was your your beginning? Well, I always knew I wanted to be in the healthcare field in some kind of way, mm -hmm. and it was either between OBGYN and dentistry. And babies come at any time of the day, and I like my sleep, so I chose uh, dentistry as a career path for me. And I've always been interested in smiles and that kind of thing, too. So okay. that's why I chose dentistry. Okay, dope, dope. Mm -hmm. So, so in, in your profession of dentistry, because I'm, I'm a, how long have you been doing it? For nine years. For nine years. So I'm sure you've seen all kind of things. Yes, I have. Can you share quickly, like one of your one a horror story in in the world of dentistry? Wait, hold on, wait. I want to know. I want to get he down to, to it. He wants to get gritty. Yeah, yeah. Let me know who who wasn't taking care of their side teeth and how that happened and how it probably could have been prevented. Well, a funny story. Um, I was a community health dentist and I was working in the men's mission. And this guy came in, he had, he literally had one tooth left, y'all. One tooth left. One? And like one. Was just, like middle? No, no, it was on, it was on the side. side. So it was on the side. And it was like, 
sitting sideways in the mouth. So literally, only thing that was it was attached to was a little bit of gum tissue. And he was just so, so, so scared. He was like, oh, Doc, you know, this is going to be so bad. Oh, you got to take my tooth out. And I'm looking like, literally, I don't even <laughs> need to numb you to get this tooth out. I could have, he could have took the tooth out himself. So that was kind of like a, a funny story. He was so scared, but I literally just one, two, three, snatched it. And it was, it, we were done. I didn't even numb him up. <laughs> Bro, why? Like, 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 why are we doing this like this, though? Like, exactly. Bro, man, yeah. Because when I walk around and I see some teeth on the street, I can only imagine what a dentist has to go through on it. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard job, but somebody's you know got saying? to do it. Like, if I could smell your breath and I'm standing next to you, imagine that I'm right on top of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to fix your mouth. She's you know what I'm saying? Come on, now. I got much props. Listen, yes, but uh, uh, you know, okay. So shout out to you for doing what you do, okay? Because it's not a uh, glorious job, right? Glamorous job. But um, if you could give us a, uh, uh, if you can't paint the picture as to why oral health is conducive, well, not necessarily conducive, but it's in line with your overall health. Well, a lot of people think of medicine and dentistry as separate entities. That's not the case. Your mouth is a part of your body. So anything that's going on in your mouth, if that's in the bloodstream in your mouth, it goes to the rest of your body. So a lot of different diseases and ailments, it manifests in the body. So like for diabetes, for instance, I've had a lot of patients, you know, walking around with undiagnosed diabetes, they'll come into my chair and I'll smell this. It's they call it a sweet smelling type of breath, but it's um it's called if you if you're in diabetic ketoacidosis, there's a certain smell that will come out of your mouth. And so I've had patients who know I can't diagnose them with diabetes, but they'll come in with some oral manifestations. They haven't gone to their medical provider in a while. And so I'll say, Hey, you know, you should probably when's the last time you've seen your primary care physician? You should probably see your um, PCP and ask them about testing, you know, your um, your glucose in your body, that kind of thing. Or um, when we come in and we're going to do a filling on them, we use an anesthetic that has epinephrine in it. So we check their blood pressure. Patients are like, well, I'm just at the dentist. Why are you checking my blood pressure? Mm. Because we're giving you um, an anesthetic that has epinephrine in it. If your blood pressure is already elevated and we give you epinephrine, we can cause you to have a stroke. So a lot of people walking around once again with undiagnosed hypertension. No, your dentist can't diagnose you with hypertension. But if you come and we check your blood pressure and it's consistently elevated, we can recommend for you to go see your PCP or cancer, you know, um, skin cancer. If you have like different little tags and things on your lips. So there's different things that, you know, we look at and different or manifestations in the mouth that no, we can't diagnose a particular disease. But if you don't go to your primary care on a regular basis, and your dentist should be doing a thorough examination of you and we see things, we can definitely, you know, help save people. I've had people come back later and say, Dr. GJ, oh my God, I didn't know I had hypertension. And so you, you check my blood pressure and then I, you told me to go see my doctor and now I'm on blood pressure medicine. So it's your, your mouth is a part of your whole body. It's not, they're not two separate things. Okay. Well, look, hey, so... That makes sense, and that I want to go into one of these questions too. Shout out to Miss Lily Wilson. She says, "What causes the brown spots on folks' teeth?" I thought it was just coffee, or they they just didn't brush right, or maybe coat. But what is that? Now, is the brown spots? Is that the same thing as like the dead, the black 
tooth, like the dead tooth. No, is that's that the like same the thing? cavity, and I'm talking like on the face. No, I'm talking about like the faces, like somebody's teeth. So there's there's different reasons for that. Like you said, like if a person has a trauma to their mouth and the tooth slowly dies, the tooth gets darker and darker in color as the nerve dies. That's one reason why it could be a brown spot. Or um, in utero, if you know you're exposed to too much fluoride or not enough fluoride, you can get fluorosis of your teeth. So that can cause yellowish or brown spots on your teeth. Um, fluorosis. Uh-huh. So they um, give you all this stuff for fluoride, but you can have too much of it and it can cause another effect, side effects. Right. So if you have too much while your teeth are forming. So while while you're in because um, your teeth form while you're in the in the belly. That's that's mm-hmm. when development starts. Mm-hmm. And so and then when you're when you're a child, your your permanent teeth are still forming. So say you grow up in a rural area and you're drinking well water. Well, you know, city water is is, you know, it's regulated about how much fluoride is in the water. But well water, or you know, rural places, they may not have it regulated. So those that has effect on your teeth. Mm. Okay. We also have another question from a Demetria Kelly. Can you pop that up, Seth? Mm-hmm. It said she got her, her tooth chipped while she was having surgery, and she wants to know where she can go if her insurance is not going to pay for six months. Is that something common that happens? That is. That's why before you have you go in for any type of surgery, they ask you, do you have any partials or do you have any loose teeth or anything like that? And I, know, I, I always tell the anesthesiologist before I have a surgery, I'm like, listen, I'm a dentist. I got pretty teeth. Do not mess up my teeth. Do not knock my teeth. I always say that. And they always laugh um, before surgeries. But yeah, that can happen. But just because your insurance doesn't pay for something yet doesn't mean you don't need it. So, I mean, that's between you and your pocketbook. That stimulus check probably came. You might have to just pay for it before your insurance comes. Hey. That's that's a you thing. Yeah. Mm. Man, yo, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, look, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all digging this, if y'all digging this, please make sure you're sharing this, sharing this, sharing this. Let us know where you're at, right? Let us know where you're at in the world. So let us know that it's resonating with you and tag somebody that might need some help. You did. See, don't do that. That's no, not they're gonna put their names on here. We're gonna know they're not flossing, right? No, you know what I mean? Come on, bro. Listen, hey. This is the time of accountability. <laughs> you dig? Hey, somebody need to tap the show. Listen, if you got to tap your neighbor and you say everything else, tap them and say, hey, neighbor, neighbor, something ain't right up in here. You might want to go and get that stimulus stimulated up in your mouth. But listen, everybody, we're going to take a little pause for the cause, if you don't mind, right, to pay these bills. And But shout out to y'all that's watching right now. We will be right, right back. As a financial literacy coach and credit repair specialist, Tracy Brown teaches people the importance of personal finance and help them identify and dispute negative items in their credit reports. Her services allow individuals to leverage the Fair Credit Report Act to improve their overall credit score and credit history to position themselves for home ownership, lower interest rates, entrepreneurship, and general wealth. Give Tracy Brown a call at 618-560-3687. One more time, 618-560-3687. Right on, right on. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Dr. Tiffany GJ in the building. Okay. <laughs> right? And and she's giving us some good advice on how to get our teeth straight and get right. everything right in, in the city. What you got, babe? So, so Doc, question for you. When we go into when we go into Walmart and different places that we do our shopping at. We see a long, like a whole bunch of different brands of toothpaste, right? 
So is these different brands, you know, just a preference thing? Is there some that actually work better for you? Does it depend on the person? And what should we be looking for when we're looking at these different toothpaste brands? So I think I missed part of your question because it cut out. But did you ask what you should be looking for as far yes. as toothbrushes? No, toothpaste. Because there's like, there's all like a, when you go in there, there's like toothpaste all over the place. And I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I look for the one that I think going to make my breast smell the best. And that's probably not the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? What, what should we be looking for when we go in to purchase this toothpaste? Well, honestly, it really doesn't matter what okay. toothpaste you use as long as you're using toothpaste because it's actually the mechanical action of you removing the plaque debris from your teeth that's actually what you're trying to do. So mm. you can use whatever toothpaste you want to as long as you're using toothpaste. I don't want you to use some toothpaste. You know? So like with stuff like baking soda, somebody, somebody told me before that like baking soda wears your teeth down. Is that true or is that just a myth? It, well, that is true. Um, if you're using too much, like too much baking soda, like uh, the particles are too big, it can wear your teeth. But like if you use Arm & Hammer tooth, uh, toothpaste, it has baking soda in it, but the particles are really, 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 really small. Okay. So it's not going to do too much. And, and baking soda makes your teeth white too. Okay. Yeah. And look, shout out again to uh, Lily Wilson. She is a toothbrush Nazi. You dig? The so toothbrush? Has, yeah. Yes, and Tell I mean, me about that. She, she just gets it. Ah, but the question <laughs> is, and, and she put it out there: Colgate or Crest? Does it matter? But like, mm -mm. You said, it, listen, it, co neither Colgate nor Crest pays me, so <laughs> my <laughs> my recommendation is just to use a soft bristle toothbrush, whether soft it's bristle. Colgate okay. or whether it's Crest. I just want you to use a soft bristle tooth. I just want you to use a toothbrush with toothpaste and floss. <laughs> and rinse so why is there why are there different bristle options out there like medium or hard what, what what are those for actually is that if your teeth are like rocks well when it first came out you know before research and stuff was done there's all different types of toothbrushes but it, we've come to find that like a lot of people actually do not brush properly so i for one i didn't know how to properly brush my teeth nobody teaches you how to properly brush your teeth. I didn't know until I got to dental school really how to properly brush my teeth. Wow. So if you're using a hard bristle toothbrush and you're brushing your teeth and you're doing this number and you're not brushing in circular motions, you can rub your gum tissue away, AKA cause a recession. So, and that in turn causes sensitivity. So we recommend a soft bristle toothbrush so that you're not being too aggressive on your gum tissue. Cause there is a, you can be too aggressive. Okay. Okay. So a soft bristle toothbrush is uh, toothbrush is best. All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, y'all heard that? You heard it? You heard it there? The soft bristle joint, because and listen, it, it, you ever hear individuals feel as though or say that if they don't see blood, they're not brushing right? You know, that's blood blood book. is never a sign of health. If you Isn't see like blood, you got inflammation, aka yeah. gingivitis. You don't want to see blood in your mouth. That's not cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like when people be flossing, the next thing you know, they're bleeding through their gums or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So, look, we got another question. I'm telling you, she's serious about these teeth, right? So yes, Lily, yes. I well, love it. Keep them so, coming. So what's up with that, right? So she water says, picks. are water picks better than dental floss, or should you use both? So um, there's different indications. So if you're not using anything, then, you know, using uh, uh, water pick is great. 
So if you have like you know, bridge work in your mouth or you're a person who has issues with manual dexterity, like if you have um, a, spe a special needs person or an elderly person or who had a stroke or, you know, can't, you know, physically, you know, mm -hmm. floss and stuff like you would like them to or like they would like to, then a water pick was great. Um, or if you're not gonna use floss at all, then water pick is great. What's a water but pick? Water pick is that little thing. It's like a little, you have a little reservoir with, mm -hmm. that you put water in and then it shoots out water. And you, you oh, like in, what the dentist use. Mm -hmm. sim, right. sim, oh. Similar, mm -hmm. okay. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so that's good for people with braces, with manual dexterity issues, stroke issues, um, patients who have you know special needs, different and bridges, different things like that. But I mean, Traditional floss is, is best. Not not particularly, you know, string floss, but you can use the floss sticks. I mean, you know, whatever works best effectively for you. Well, I, I what about I, your fingernails? No. no. Some people use that. No. 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 You're not going to use the fingernails. But look, it, yeah, like he's saying, it's like pressure washing for your teeth. And look, I might be special. You right. dig? Mm -hmm. I love my water pick. I love it. I love it. It just seems like it just get up in there. Bah, bah, bah. But because I always felt. I don't know you can buy that. Yeah, yo, they got them at Walmart. Well, look, like she said, they ain't paying us anyway, right? So look, Golden Amazon. They ain't paying us. They ain't paying us. They ain't paying us. <laughs> you know, going out. But listen, um, so you hit a good point about uh, about the truth. And you stated earlier that you were in the Guard, right? Shout out to that. Well, not Air Force, but Army, right? Army. Army strong. Army strong. Okay. Hey, that's all right. But anyway, <laughs> so what can you say is the difference between the... DOD or Army military dentistry versus civilian? Um, the main thing is that the patients, DOD, whatever branch um, patients, they don't have to pay for the care. So you can just, you know, treat your patients and tell them what they need. You don't have to worry about is insurance going to cover this? How much is the patient paying out of out of pocket? Or, you know, you know, finance is not a barrier. You can just treat the patient as they need to be treated. Because um, we have all the state-of-the-art equipment, at least, you know, where I was stationed at, we had state-of-the-art equipment, state-of-the-art supplies. So I was able to just treat my patient as they, as what they needed versus in the civilian sector, it's a, it's a pay-to-play thing. So if you don't have the money for the particular treatment, it's like, I can't give you the treatment because... I mean, I got all these bills, you know, it's a business. So mm -hmm. um, I, I like the military because I could just treat my patient. Just, you know, I wasn't worried about costs. The patient wasn't worried about costs. Um, another thing that was different is that um, I outranked pretty much all the soldiers that I saw. So they would be in the chair. I was a captain at this point, but I'm a major now. But they would be in the chair and they would be kind of like really stoic and really still because it's like, oh, I'm sitting in Captain GJ's chair. Um, so I had to get more in tune of making sure that I was reading my patient's body language, reading their eyes to make sure that I'm not doing something that's hurting them and they're just not telling me. <clears throat> Versus in the civilian sector, it's like they, people will readily tell you, oh, I hate the dentist. This is bothering me. And this is this, this, this. So being in the, a military dentist made me more in tune with my patient's reactions and response. Okay. See, and, and hold on real quick, Herm. The reason why I asked that is because it seems like since individuals don't really pay in the military, it's like the level of care is different to a degree, right? Maybe 
I don't know. I don't want to say a substandard, but you have young individuals that are no pitting in your mouth. You dig? And I mean, going to town versus when you're outside in a civilian world, like, like you said, it's pay to play, but they put a little, it seemed like they put a little bit more effort into what they're doing and they're not just training on, on your mouth. You feel me? So I, I guess it's a, I don't know. I, I can dig it though. What you think, Herm? Um, for, for me, my question is, uh, cause all I know is the military dentist. I don't know really much about civilian. I'm, I'm about to learn now that I'm retired, but, um, it seemed like when I got to my first base and like everybody getting your wisdom teeth pulled out was on your in processing checklist. I don't know anybody in the military that still has a wisdom teeth. Yo, I Is that just the, got it, mine out, bro. Huh? I just got mine out. I don't know how you did that. That's like one of the first things that, hey, yeah, you get your wisdom teeth out. Is that something that's common on the outside as well? Or, and what, what is the deal with that? Well, the deal is, well, in the military and outside, whatever. So you have to be at a state of readiness. Our job as a dental um, personnel is to make sure that you can deploy, you, that you're ready. You know, that's mm -hmm. readiness is key. So what we don't want is for you to deploy to an austere environment where you don't have access to dental care and you have a wisdom tooth that blows up on you and is, is infected or is inflamed and swells up. Because when you have have tooth pain it's like none other you're not gonna be able to function mm -hmm. so you're not gonna be able to perform your mission if you've got an abscess tooth or you know or dental pain that's going on you just can't do it so our job is to make sure that you're dentally ready to fight saving america one tooth at a time so if you have a wisdom tooth that, that that's coming in and it's coming in straight and you're keeping it clean then we don't have a reason to bother your tooth. That's the same thing as the civilian sector. But if your wisdom tooth is sideways or if you have an unclean mouth, you might as well go ahead and get them out. Secondly, it's an easier recovery if you get your wisdom teeth out the younger that you are. The older that you are, you've had time to chew on them and the bone to get tough. It's more difficult to take out and it's a more difficult recovery for you. Same as like tonsils when you're little. So if you if they tell you to get your tonsils out, it sucks when you get your tonsils out as an adult versus when you're a kid and it just give you some ice cream afterwards. So it, there's different reasons for it. I woke up while they were doing mine. It was the scariest sight I ever seen, man. I'm like, they are really yanking in my mouth. Bro, right let me tell you something. Doing it at the age of 40, bro, I was like, wait a minute. And look, all of them. Not one or two, all of them. Yeah, all mine are gone. Bro, but I mean, like, last year type. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was crazy, bro. It was the, the, the dumbest, dumbest thing. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, look, we're going to take another pause. But um, look, keep them questions rolling. And uh, we, we got the doctor up in here talking about that good hygiene health. We see your questions, AG. We're going to get to yours. Right. Hey, so look, you got your you got your uncle in here, right? He, he got oh, oh. so you know he gonna try his best to embarrass you. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please, please make sure y'all sharing this. And yes, side teeth matter. You dig? Find out what you're doing with your stimulus check. Are you doing the right thing with your stimulate your dentist? Stimulate your dentist. <laughs> oh, wait, say it again for those in the back. What you say? Uh oh, I said. I said, stimulate your dentist. <laughs> stimulate your dentist and make sure your teeth are straight. Right, right. on. So look, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. Y'all stay tuned. All right. All right. Monique Slater is a top negotiating award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through home ownership, 
while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent, southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW, post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Lions Den. It's an awesome, awesome show. We got the Dr. GJ in the building, okay? <clears throat> and so so she's here helping us out when it comes down to things that we probably didn't know about our teeth, but how our teeth matters, okay? And how important that is. So we want to thank you, ma'am, for being here. But shout out to, uh, to AG, right? So he says... How has the COVID pandemic affected your experiences as an entrepreneur? And who is your favorite family member who impacts you to keep striving for success? So, of course, he's fishing. But I want to give you an opportunity to talk about your business, right? And to, mm -hmm. to talk about that. But then also to his point, how has it affected you during this COVID? I mean, honestly, it's been one of the toughest times and things ever because I started my practice from scratch aka like zero patients like no patients so um to have only been in practice for a year before the pandemic hit it was pretty pretty tough because you know as a dental office we were mandated to be shut down for about two months and so those bills had to be paid whether revenue was coming in or not so I had to get a little um, creative. I had to, you know, transition into teledentistry. Um, I got activated to um, a COVID mission with the guard. So I had to get creative so that I can get my coins and, and um, pay my bills. So I would say ingenuity and that, that hustle that's in me, I had to put it to use. <laughs> teledentistry. So you yeah. low-key had individuals on Zoom telling them to say I and point, point where her I did, you know, so sometimes a lot of things that that people have going on, you know, I could tell them I could call in a prescription for mm -hmm. a medicated mouth rinse or antimicrobial mouth rinse or pain medication if, if they needed it. Or I could tell them what to do, like if they had a temporary crown that came off, I could tell them what to go to the store and buy to put on there to hold them off until we were able to see them. So, I mean, there's different things, you know, that we can do. I mean, I can't drill on your tooth and, or take your tooth out, but I can 
give you some palliative care to hold you off until we were able to get back in the office and and I charge for my time to do that. So is that something that you're going to continue doing? Because that, that sounds like a great idea, honestly. I do. I still do. Okay. So they can they can um, reserve a time with me, and then there's a fee that's associated with with however much time they want to spend with me, or if they want to do a consultation for like a smile design. They're interested in in veneers or cosmetic type of dentistry. We can you know consult and talk about that because it saves chair time and it saves time mm-hmm. for them to have to drive in for me to tell them that a veneer costs fifteen hundred dollars per tooth. You know that saves them a visit because they might be like. They might get in the chair and that'd be a waste of their time because they don't have, you know, they, they never knew how much it costs. So they save chair time. Right. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on, bro. Because I, I know you got a question. But um, I was going to ask as far as your opinions with uh, what's the brother named Michael Strahan? He ended up getting the you did, but it's that was an April Fool's joke. It was April Fool's joke. It, yeah, it was. Man. I didn't know. Lord, yeah. I mean, see, listen, that's how you know I don't really care. <laughs> but when it comes down to individuals in their teeth, it, it, you did uh, uh, share something, didn't know it was a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars per tooth. Per right? tooth. Wow. So people will go and pay that for that, that fake smile. Correct. Shoot. Or they'll go to um, they'll go overseas to Colombia and get it for like they hold mouth for five G's, but that's a whole nother story. You can get a gold grill in the middle of the mall for about five hundred, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your gums gonna be green, but I'm... is it is it real? Is it real gum? Uh, no, <laughs> what that no. mess is? I wish they would stop stopping me. Like I'm gonna get it. Mm. <laughs> Forty years old, man. Come on. Bro. Like, you know, All right. Well, listen, I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. But uh, oh, yeah. my favorite family member would would be my uncle Adrian. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, because look, you uh, you low key forgot. You he probably texted. I, like, hey, I didn't. I didn't forget. <laughs> I didn't forget. <laughs> but that's what's up. That's what's up. Go ahead, her. So a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I'm not speaking of this from personal experience or nothing. But 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 they have a a friend a friend of a friend a friend friend cousin yeah so before they go to visit a dentist you know they have that that routine where they doing the extra floss and the extra brushing their teeth because they want to get talked bad to Uh, I was told that you dentists can tell you know we can tell when somebody is doing that so you might well just go on and (laughs) come as you are yes because when you get when you have that big um, tartar that thick tartar on your teeth. You can't get that off yourself, so we, we're going to know. And if you're bleeding, that means you just started flossing yesterday. So we know, we know. Yeah, that's like one of the one of my biggest fears about going to the dentist is going in there and it's going to be a young lady about to go in my mouth a, and a my pretty, teeth projector. Pretty, Hell yeah, it's going to be the baddest thing walking, and that's the one that's going to. And I ain't been right for the last few weeks, and that's that's my time to go to the dentist. It ain't that old. Gigantic white dude that I normally get. It's this one that's coming to see me. <laughs> it, it, it happens every day. And them, that, that's the main ones trying to shoot their shot. I'm like, you don't have a chance. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so listen, uh so shout out to those that's uh that's watching right now. And also uh Larry, he out getting it in right with the family. But right. he has a good, good, good question. So about the gold teeth right in grills is it like what do you think about it good bad or indifferent 
Well, y'all don't judge me, but I had two gold pullouts when I was in high school. Okay. Don't judge me. Don't, <laughs> don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> Hell no, you get I did. She heard, let me see your grill and went nuts. I, I, was, I was in that thing. But listen, though. This no, is, no, no this pullouts, is, though. They were pullouts. They were pullouts. They were pullouts. I, I know can, people that got permanents. Yeah, so I could still engage in good oral hygiene because they will pull out. I still got these are my these my teeth. Uh-huh. But so it's not a it's not a bad thing to have um gold teeth in your mouth. I've had patients that, you know, in different cultures, um gold teeth are considered a sign of beauty, you know. So like the Hispanic culture, black culture, I've had plenty of people that I've done goals on. It's not the gold that's the problem, it's that if it's contoured correctly. So if you go to the mall and you get golds put in and you don't take care of the teeth underneath it, or it's not contoured properly so that you can properly remove buildup and things like that. That's where it is a problem. Now, at, having gold teeth in general is not a it's not a problem as long as it's done correctly and you're in, engaging in good oral hygiene. Mm. So, for the folks that have permanents in their mouth and had them on for years and they want to get it removed, have you seen those cases? And if so, what's, what's the aftermath on that? So it's just like getting a porcelain crown or anything like that. Once your tooth is drilled on, it's it's not like you can take it off and you're going to wear your old tooth. That's that's not how it works. You're mm-hmm. always going to have to have something over your tooth, whether it's a gold tooth, a porcelain tooth. I mean, you, you have to have something really? over it. So you, yeah, we cut it, we cut it off and we shave the tooth, you know, prepare it for a crown of some sort. And we just put a tooth colored one on there. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it'd be like I, I thought the tooth would be all dead and wrinkled up. Me too. That's what, it, that's I, mean, what it, I thought it would be. I mean, it it's, it may not be dead, but it may be discolored or it's it. I mean, it's, it's not gonna it's, it's, it's you're not gonna take it off and then wow, I just got my regular tooth. That's no. You're always gonna have to put something over it. Yo, I'm gonna hit up my boy. He he's from down there and um, he was in the military, had his had his uh fronts in and whatnot, and then he got a recruiting job. Right, and so he got him out, and I'm like, "Yo, that brother, you know, he's looking all white, like he ain't never had him. so them." Because he, he, he probably had crowns. He probably had crowns put on there, porcelain <laughs> crowns. Porcelain crowns. Shut your mouth. Wait, okay, okay. Well, look, here's another good question, and uh, shout out to those out there that uh, that did get their uh, uh, have their wisdom to teeth taken out. But um, what was the craziest thing you've heard people say? while they were uh kind of waking up from the uh anesthetic. you know what i'm saying like herm you have any uh horror stories from yeah you? one of my troops man one of my troops who stood about 120 pounds told me he was gonna beat my ass i was like what <laughs> i'm like gave you some good drugs boy yeah <laughs> so what about you doctor what what have you heard or seen i i don't really have any funny stories from from wisdom teeth um removal i don't have any Good, good. Um, right. I'm sure that'd be embarrassing. <laughs> mm. I like you've been you've been waiting to tell me that, huh? You gonna use this drug for an excuse? Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> and, 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 and knowing that he was half out, you wasn't gonna do nothing. You dig what I'm saying? Mess with him. So, Doc, w- w- when it comes to health, to, to like health, oral health care, what is the best advice you can give somebody that you know? We all know brush your teeth, floss daily. Uh, and, and things of that nature. But what what is something that you think people are really missing when it comes to oral health care? 
Um, that like we were talking about before, that it affects your whole body. So, um, but and you say we all know brushing and, and flossing, but we all don't know brushing and flossing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even saying it to be funny, but a lot of people don't know how to properly brush, how to properly floss, when to do it. Um, a lot of people think, you know, I tell I tell my patients we brush our teeth at night to keep our teeth and we brush it in the morning to keep our friends. So the mm. bacteria in our mm. mouth that causes decay, that causes gum disease, it lights in an environment that doesn't have um, oxygen in it. So when you're asleep, unless you are a, a mouth breather, your mouth is closed when you're asleep. And if your mouth is closed, then no oxygen is going in there because you're breathing through your nose. So if you go to bed and you haven't brushed or floss before you went to bed, and now your mouth is closed, that bacteria is having a good time in your mouth right, okay. because there's no oxygen coming in your mouth. So I say, people think, okay, I'm just gonna brush my teeth in the morning, I'm gonna run out. No, it's actually the best to brush, floss, and rinse at night so that everything that you've eaten all day is not in your mouth closed in an oxygen-free environment where the bacteria likes to thrive at. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, a, that's a good tip for uh, people tip. to know. I never knew nothing about that. Yeah. Well, here you got a question. Another question down there it says this is from Chris. He says, "Tell them how binge drinking and alcohol affects the teeth." You know, a lot of people. He says, "A lot of people drink and party, and then crash all weekend without brushing." Ew. All weekend. All weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it in, not putting a lick of water, nothing. Yes. So the thing about um, alcohol. And not just alcohol, um, sodas, fruit juices, like citrusy type of drinks, anything that's acidic in nature um, does damage to your teeth. So how a, a cavity is formed, it's that the pH in your mouth is low and it makes an environment where the acid can um, wear the enamel. So if you're, you know, binge drinking or doing your, your rum and coke, because coke is acidic, you know, as well, and you're bathing your teeth in that acid, your teeth is in a low pH for a long amount of time. And that's the environment that makes your teeth susceptible to decay. So if you're gonna be having your drinks, whether it's alcoholic beverages, soda, or citrus um, juice, make sure that you're swishing your water um, when you're done. Or if you're gonna drink it, take it to the head and be done with it. Don't just Continue to drink, continue to drink, continue to drink, because that's prolonging time that your um, your mouth has an acidic environment or, or a low pH. About. Just take yeah. it to the head. Be First done. time I ever heard a doc tell me to take man, it to the head, take man. I'm <laughs> just, respect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> here, here's a question. What causes the bottom jawline to enlarge? Steroids. You said steroids. Enlarge? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, if, if you got a large mouth, that's your skeletal makeup. That's how God made you. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what else mm. to say. That's, that's just, that's your genetics. Mm. Okay. Unless so. you get, unless you get some filler to get you a strong jaw, which we do that too. But, um, your what? jaw is how your jaw is. Get a, well, you know, look at, look at her. You so damn stupid. <laughs> look, hold on, look. So if you could, if you could speak to the effects of nicotine as well. Listen, Lily Wilson, I'm telling you, she is serious about the teeth. But it's not just that. There's individuals in our families that, you know what I mean, that we can use this information to help educate, mm -hmm. right? So can you talk about that as far as smoking? Um, smoking is not good. Um, it can cause... Um, uh, oh, I had a brain freeze, or, or cancer in the mouth. So 
um, squamous cell carcinoma, it's linked higher um, in people who smoke, whether it's actually, or, or nicotine use, whether it's smoking or um, if you use like chewless tobacco, if you like to do snuff, dip, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so you're more prone to having um, oral cancer in your mouth, squamous cell carcinoma. So that's one thing. Um, secondly, your healing time is lower if you are a smoker. So a lot of times if you're planning on getting an implant, um, your your doctor or surgeon or whoever who's doing your implant will tell you like you're going to have a longer, a prolonged healing time because you are a smoker. So that's another thing. Um, second, uh, thirdly, it's gross. I mean, right. it makes your breath smell. It makes your teeth get stained. Your hair I mean, smell, everything. Er smells. Everything smells. It's just it's just not a becoming habit. So, so. Question, question about since we're on that kind of tough topic. I've been watching uh, a show called 60 Days In, right, where they uh, use a fake convict to go into a real jail and um, do 60 days of prison time in there to get information for the, the, the jail folks. Well, anyway, one of the things that folks were saying they knew that these people weren't real convicts is because their teeth were nice. You know what I'm saying? Because most drug users' teeth are all jacked up. Mm -hmm. So what is it about like meth and stuff? Like, is it is it because they stop taking care of their teeth, or is the drugs really messing their teeth up? It's a it's a combination of that. It's when when you're high, you know, you don't you're not thinking about brushing your teeth. For first off, secondly, it goes back to the the environment, the acidic environment in your mouth. A lot of people who you know you you're smoking or whatever, however you're intaking your drug. Um, especially if you're smoking it, that's affecting on your teeth. The acidic environment, just not not caring about your mouth. Like those those medicines uh, um, cause you to have dry mouth. So anybody who has dry mouth, the saliva is not lubricating. It makes them more prone to having cavities. So it's just a it's a combination of all okay. all of the above. Yeah. I was wondering, like, I mean, like, why would meth and stuff like that just erode your teeth like that but I, that dry mouth thing makes sense mm -hmm. but i mean that was one thing in jail they knew that they weren't they didn't belong in there because they had all their teeth nice and that was crazy to me yeah. so wait what you can't be a convict that know how to brush their teeth right well, you I guess know it, was, it was it's mainly in the women's one they most of the women were on drugs mm. Mm. yeah okay well look <clears throat> got another question but before i do i just want to let everybody know we appreciate y'all still watching and, and holding on strong right because this is some great information and shout out, out to those individuals that are interested in the medical field and we we try to pride ourselves on having professionals on in different aspects right. of of life and and, and different levels of uh, profession so that you can get a different perspective so what i would like you to do doctor is talk a little bit if you will about the road or what road that you may had have had to take in the past by yourself in order to be where you are today right and and how did that work out for you um i really wouldn't say that i took a path by myself per se i just took a path that was uncharted for for me and my family. But I feel like I've always had the support with uh, my family along the way, but I had to make, they just supported the decisions that I was going to make. So I knew I wanted to be a doctor. And so I did what I had to do to become a doctor. I knew that, um, so for undergrad, I had a um, full academic scholarship. So that was taken care of. I got to dental school and I was like, ooh, 
how am I going to pay for this? And I knew that my parents didn't have the money to pay for it because it was like half a million dollars to go to dental school. And so, and I knew I didn't want to have all these loans that I was going to have to pay back. And I come from a military background, as you guys know, you know, some of my uncles and my aunt um, were in the military. And so I sought that out as a way to um, pay for school. And so they, um, I signed up um, to be in the army. I actually was going to do the air force first, but the army uh, was offering a sign on bonus and I needed to pay off my car. So army it was. Hua. <laughs> so uh, they paid for dental school. They gave me a living stipend. They paid for my books. So I came out of dental school debt free. So I don't, I didn't have any student loans. And so in return, I served as an army dentist um, for the time period that they um, paid for school. And then I came out, I did corporate dentistry, I did community health, I did all these different aspects of dentistry. And I was making so much money for other people. And I said, you know, why not strike out and do it for myself? And that's what I did. And I haven't looked back since. <laughs> to, to be able to accomplish that and uh, dodge $500,000 worth yo, of debt, yo. much respect, much Thanks. respect on that. Yes. My question to you is, there's somebody out there watching that's thinking about becoming a dentist. What advice would you give that person um, that might be thinking about choosing your career path? Um, I would say to do your research, make sure you shadow somebody in dentistry because dentistry is actually not what I thought it was going to be. I didn't know it was so much hands-on uh, with the dentist. Like I thought all the dentists come in and check and, and, and get a check and keep going. But that's, that's, not the, that's not the truth. We do a lot of hands-on things. You're in a position like this um, a lot of times throughout the day. So there's like wear and tear on your neck, on your back, on your body. Um, so I would say to make sure you shadow, um, and get some volunteer hours in so that you can know what it is that you're actually potentially going to be doing. Um, I would say to, um, do whatever you can to get your school paid for because the student loans are real. You have to pay it back. It's, you feel like you're balling when you're in school, taking out those student loans, but you have to pay it back. So I would say, you know, figure out, research different options to have your school paid for. Um, just just pretty much do your research and, and, and find a mentor because you don't know what you don't know. So you want to attach yourself to somebody who is already where you're trying to be. And so I think that that was very um, important thing in my life to, to shadow and to have mentors who, who are doing things that I knew I wanted to do. Yo. Mm. Oh. Oh, dope. Expand well, your circle. Expand your circle. If, yeah. if you're if you're around people and and everybody is at the same level that you are, you you're not in the right circle. You want you want to have some people who who are a little bit above you so that you can you can aspire to be that. That's right. I was just telling my cousin this earlier today. If you it's like the old saying goes, if you hang around four millionaires, it's only a matter of time you become the fifth. Right. right. But the same is true if you are surrounded by lames. You dig what I'm saying? If you're surrounded by those lames and cornballs, you're going to be the next one. So it's important for you to have the right individuals, you know, around you. So, but look, I want to thank you too for coming on and, and sharing this knowledge. Look, how thanks can for having me. Oh, no doubt. How can individuals find you? 
Um, well, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook, Definition Dental and Wellness Spa. So if you have any other further questions afterwards, I'm always accessible there. I'm always somewhere on Instagram lurking. So if you have a question or, you know, you need some help with something, slide in my DM. Or if you're in the Nashville area or not in the Nashville area, because, you know, I do teledentistry. Um, so you can find us, uh, uh, on www.definitiondentalstudio.com. It's a website. You can contact us there as well. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get this, uh, and then over to you, Herm. So, mm-hmm. so AG asks, he says, can you talk about being quote unquote younger in the dentist field and using social media platforms to promote your business while also making dentistry fun? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the, you know, old older old time dentists they don't um like being a professional was like you felt like you were up here and everybody else was down here and you, you wasn't able to be related to but i find like a lot of my patients love me and gravitate to me because they see that i am a normal person and social media allows me to show them that they, they can see that yes i'm dr gj but i'm also a mom i'm also a wife i'm a you know i'm a sister i'm just i'm this and this and that and when your patients can relate to you and they can relate to that they want to come to you because they feel like they know you already so i i you know i do you know i get on tiktok and i'll make a funny tiktok video but i'll put um dental um uh, knowledge behind it so yes i'm being funny but i'm teaching you something at the same time so i've had patients who have seen my my tiktok videos or seen something on instagram they feel like they know me they come into the office and my front desk is like do you know this person and i'm looking like no nah, i don't have a clue who that is but they feel like they know me because they saw me on social media so that's been a good free way to market um, for my practice and to get patients in there and to make them feel comfortable because people hate coming to the dentist. So if they feel like they, they know you and they feel comfortable around you, they'll come in, they'll let their guard down. They won't be so anxious. So I've used that to my benefit. Um, as far as being young, everybody thinks I'm like in high school, they're like, are you the dentist? And I'm looking like, that's <laughs> what my jacket says. So, I mean, I, I mean, I just, I just go with it. Right on, right on. Go ahead, Herm. What you got, bro? So for me, for my closing thoughts, Doc, I want to first thank you for coming in and doing this show with us. Um, you you completely eliminated what I truly my, when I think about Dennis, the first thing that popped in my head is Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's trying to rip people mouth out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how he got his joy. But now, when I think of Dennis, I'm gonna think of you, Doc. Well, that's great. (laughs) I'm telling you, thank thank you a lot for coming in and showing. As you could tell by the people that was chatting, a lot of people needed this information. And um, because this is something that people don't really think of. It's not in the forefront in their mind. And I learned something this show. And uh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Cool beans. Cool beans. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And ladies and gentlemen, if you did, if you if you appreciate this show, please make sure you go to the Lions Pride uh, uh, website, right? That's at the bottom. Make sure you go there to show your support and your reviews because we want to be able to let 
the world know, even our guests know, hey, this is how the pride uh, felt about you and your content. You get what I mean? This is some great, great, great information. And I'm sure you learned something today because I know I did. And I mean, all different types of acronyms and things <laughs> for your mouth and look at your brush until you see blood. It's a problem. You dig? And open up your mouth when you're sleeping so you don't have, you know what I mean? You dig? But it was a lot of good, good, good information. So we want to thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, but look, but I do want to give you the floor. Before you go, is there anything else you want to let our audience know? Um, make sure y'all um, follow me on Instagram. So just, Don't just ask me questions. Just go ahead and follow. That's free. That's free exposure for y'all to help me grow my business. To take me to the next level. You, you never know. You might see me on TV somewhere, and that'll be just because of you doing that follow. So like, follow, and share the content because that's how we get things out there. And I'm just excited to be on. And thank you guys for having me on. Brush, floss, and rip, and repeat. Ah, yes. <laughs> hey, and side teeth matter. Side <laughs> teeth matter. For side sure. teeth for matter. Sure. Get it for together. Sure. You for know sure. But yes. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you're following her. We're going to put her information uh, uh, in the in the Lions Pride Network and on the Facebook page. But make sure you are subscribing to the Lions Pride Network on Roku and Amazon TV, right? Because she's going to be big. We're all going to be big, but we have we to are. be big. Hey, we need each other to do yes, that. Yes, we right do. On. So... We're going to see y'all again next week. It's going to be a great, great show. We got some stuff. Hey, you want to give them a little bit of what we what we talking about, her next week? Oh, man. Next week, it's going to be just the fella. Me, me, me Seth, and Larry. Right. We, we might talk a little bit about uh, Derek Jackson. And you know what I'm saying? About, uh, oh, Kevin man. Samuel. Oh, man. A oh. little bit about Kevin Samuel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Throw that we don't get too much, though. It's gonna be a mess. But listen, y'all, make sure y'all tune in. It's gonna be super, super dope. All right. But um, y'all enjoy your your day, your resurrection, your Sunday, and the days after that. Right on. Right on. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.